We know the news can be relentless, and it's hard to keep up. On Your World Tonight, it's our mission to catch you up in less than 30 minutes. When news breaks, our reporters are there, across Canada and around the world. We bring you context and analysis and sort out what's real and what's relevant. I'm Susan Bonner. I'm Tom Harrington. I'm Stephanie Skanderis. We host Your World Tonight. New episodes every night, seven days a week. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Brian Goldman. Welcome to The Dose. Last winter, me and my ER colleagues saw lots of older patients with RSV who needed to be admitted to hospital. Public health experts say we might see a repeat of that this winter. Now we have a vaccine recently approved in Canada for older adults, but many Canadians, depending on where you live, you can't get it for free. So this week we are asking, what do we know about the new RSV vaccine, especially its cost? Hi, Anne. Welcome to The Dose. Hello, Brian. Thanks for having me. Uh, nice to talk to you. Um, have you had any requests for the for the new RSV vaccines or questions about it? I have had maybe one question in my clinic regarding whether it was available and whether I thought it was valuable. And I think that's all, though it has just been approved. So people are just catching up. Yeah. And, you know, that's my sense as well that I haven't heard, you know, in, uh, you know, in my, in my community, uh, of course, as an emergency physician, people aren't going to be asking me about that. They're going to be asking for treatments for the ailments that they have that they presented to the ER with. Mm -hmm. So, so I haven't heard a lot. So maybe that's a, that's a really good thing about us having this conversation right now. So, uh, so we're going to have it, but before we begin, can you give us a, hi, my name is, tell us what you do and tell us where you do it. Just ad lib. Sure. Hi, my name is Anne Summick. Uh, and I am a nurse practitioner. I primarily work at the University of Alberta teaching other nurse practitioners and coordinating their program. But I also work in primary care in Edmonton, Alberta, with an under-resourced group of individuals of all ages, uh, many newcomers, uh, many seniors, and many folks who have limited financial resources. And we're going to get to that because that's really an important part of this conversation. But before we talk about the cost of the RSV vaccine, for people listening to us who don't know what RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, is, can you explain what it is and the disease it causes? So respiratory syncytial virus is a common virus. It's not uncommon. Uh, it's primarily common in causing illness in younger children. And we see many uh, infants and young children hospitalized with RSV each year. Um, however, uh, since, since COVID and since many of us have become less connected with those around us, we as older people have not had as much opportunity to con to contact people with RSV. And so our immunity to that is waned. And for older people, uh, respiratory syncytial virus can lead to pneumonia and fairly severe lower respiratory tract infections down in the lungs, which can end up with them in hospital and um, can even cause death. Uh, do so. We know last year uh, we had the so-called triple demic or the tridemic, uh, depending on on, yes. on how, what you call it. It, it, it was uh, the combination of COVID and uh, Omicron and and influenza and RSV, and that certainly was responsible for a lot of hospitalizations. Do we know yet if this fall and winter will be as bad for RSV cases as it apparently was last winter? 
I think it's a little hard to predict, though we have seen elevated cases in other places in the world. So we are usually next on the chopping block when we when we see that happening in other uh, in other areas of the world where they tend to, to move into that respiratory virus season earlier than us. Uh, last year, RSV was up twenty six percent compared to previous pre COVID levels. So I'm I don't imagine that there has been much. Uh, change really in in the status of the public uh, in in that intervening time. So I think our risk is likely um, just as high. And so let's review some of the common symptoms: wheezing, shortness of breath, cough. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sh- yeah, shortness of breath, uh, reduced oxygenation because individuals aren't getting the breath that they need, um, extra strain on their Heart and heart, because that supplies is supplied by oxygen from the lungs. Uh, weakness, uh, fever. Which adults are most at risk of getting really sick? The adults that are at greatest risk are individuals who have uh, pre-existing health conditions. So, especially older people that have heart failure, COPD, lung disease that pre-exists. Um, individuals who aren't very mobile who can't expand their lungs well are at greater risk of developing pneumonia uh, when they do get sick. And of course, just being older uh, by itself, unfortunately, is a risk factor for severe disease, which is why vaccination in this category is being recommended so that we can prevent uh, RSV from being passed around within older adult populations. So now we have this vaccine uh, from GlaxoSmithKline. Uh, it's a vaccine that's supposed to protect those age 60 and older. It's called Orexvi. What can you tell us about Orexvi? It is uh, a, a vaccine that's intended to help an individual mount a response to uh, a trigger, a, a piece of a virus that helps us to identify the virus in real life when we encounter it. So if uh, you get a vaccine, then your immune system responds to that and creates antibodies to that particular um, that particular virus, so that when you do encounter it, you have a better resistance to the disease. How well does the vaccine work based on the studies that that were presented prior to approval? The Orexvi vaccine in testing in um, in subjects and in research studies shows that for younger individuals with chronic conditions for whom the vaccine would be indicated have about a 96% effectiveness, which is very high. For older adults who are in that higher age group, those for those individuals, the recommended or the, the demonstrated effectiveness is around 82%. And, and I understand from my reading that the vaccine is less effective in older adults. Yes. Um, what do we know about that? Well, most vaccines are less effective in older adults, and older adults um, have a less strong, a less robust immune system. And so as we age, our ability to fight disease reduces um, just as a normal part of aging because our cells don't reproduce as well. They don't produce energy as well. They don't function quite as well when we're older as they do when we're younger. And so that's what makes part of what makes older people more susceptible. But it also means that your immune system doesn't respond as strongly as a younger person would. So 
for example, in the past, we've had two kinds of flu vaccines, one of a normal strength and one sort of a supersized strength for older people intended to give them a bigger boost on their immune system. And so for the RSV vaccine, it's not unexpected that the older people that were tested had a slightly reduced efficacy or effectiveness of that vaccine because they just don't mount as strong of a response. What do we know about the safety of Orexvi? Um, I mean, it's generally safe as far as I'm aware. I mean, the risks of, of um, any kind of vaccine are that we trigger, um, result, trigger an, an abnormal result um, where our immune system um, responds in, in, in a more aggressive way than it should. Of course, whenever you're fighting something off, you are going to have... Um, the feeling like you're fighting something off. So I always tell people, you might feel like you're coming down with something. That's because it is your system um, initiating that immune response to the vaccine. And so the most common side effects include tiredness and your muscle aching and a bit of a headache or maybe your joints aching. And those are the same types of symptoms you might feel if you were fighting off a disease because your body is doing that. It's fighting off the disease. But those are not serious um, responses. Those are, those are expected minor side effects from any kind of vaccine. How important is this particular vaccine when it comes to protecting seniors against uh, RSV? Oh, when it comes to protecting against RSV, it's certainly important. It's a very valuable tool in the toolbox that can be used to prevent seniors from ending up in hospital. And we know that older people, when they suffer an acute illness, you know, they become really sick with something like the flu or COVID or RSV, that they become deconditioned, weaker, very quickly. In fact, when people are ill or bed or on bed rest, they may lose up to 1% of the strength of their muscles, their muscle mass, the actual cells in their muscles every week that they're sick. And so that can have a real impact down the road on um, an older person's um, resilience to future issues that they might encounter. And having vaccinations clearly is demonstrated to reduce the onset of frailty, which is a medical condition where an individual, an older person becomes increasingly weak and unable to manage their activities of daily living. And that can be prevented by using techniques and tools such as the RSV vaccine. We know the news can be relentless and it's hard to keep up. On Your World Tonight, it's our mission to catch you up in less than 30 minutes. When news breaks, our reporters are there across Canada and around the world. We bring you context and analysis and sort out what's real and what's relevant. I'm Susan Bonner. I'm Tom Harrington. I'm Stephanie Skanderis. We host Your World Tonight. New episodes every night, seven days a week. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, there would certainly be the hope as well that administering this vaccine to seniors would reduce hospitalizations and deaths. Absolutely, because if we can prevent people from catching the, the virus or developing illness from the virus, then we prevent them from uh, succumbing to greater illness as a result of that virus. Okay, so we've talked about the benefits. We've talked about the safety. Let's talk about the cost. Most of the provinces, including Alberta, are not covering the cost of the vaccine. So first of all, how much does the vaccine cost? So in Alberta, it costs near $300. Wow. 
So that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's a big it's a big investment for individuals where you know cost is a real concern. Seniors are often on fixed incomes, um, and um, they just can't necessarily afford to pay for huge drug costs that aren't part of their regular monthly costs they're already paying for medications. So how much do you think, and I know I'm putting you on the spot by asking you to speculate, but you know what, this is, this is a podcast and we get to talk about this kind of stuff on the dose. So how much do you think the cost, this near $300 cost per dose of, of Orexvi could be a barrier to people actually rolling up their sleeves and getting it? I would, so for the group of population, the population I work with primarily and have worked with in the last years in downtown Edmonton, those seniors are often on um, minimal financial supports. These are people who um, might have very limited pensions and get a guaranteed income supplement from the federal government, have no personal pensions or RSPs, and are living on you know, sixteen or seventeen hundred dollars monthly, and out of that, they have to pay for their medications, their groceries, which are increasing in cost all of the time, and housing, which is increasing in cost also across many jurisdictions in Canada. And so, those individuals are going to prioritize other things. I would expect that if they were going to choose something to be vaccinated for, that they had to pay for, they might choose um, a more dramatic illness to avoid shingles, for example, because they might have known someone or seen somebody who has had shingles. But RSV to them is a black box. What does it even mean? And so I imagine most of them will not choose to pay for it or have the capacity to. Hmm. Um, so if they can't pay, what are you telling your patients? <laughs> call your call your MLA, <laughs> uh, call the Ministry of Health, um, advocate, um, for, for your own rights um, at the provincial level, um, call Blue Cross. Uh, the Blue Cross program for seniors, Alberta Blue Cross for seniors, uh, is, the, is the decision body who decides what medications, what vaccinations are on their formulary, which can be, which can be received. And, um, and so they need to let those individuals in authority, in power, know that the choices that are being made are not in the best interests of older people. Of course, uh, as you as you probably know, the province of Ontario is is providing mm -hmm. uh, RxV free of charge to eligible Ontarians who are residents in the province. Does would you expect, therefore, that the uptake of the vaccine would be higher in a province that's paying for the vaccine compared to a province that isn't? I think there's the potential for the uptake to be higher, but when we look at the last number of years. Um, Vaccination immunization fatigue has really set in for many people. Um, recently, there have been uh, increased numbers of vaccines recommended for older people, including uh, the new pneumonia vaccine, uh, the new updated shingles vaccine, um, as well as multiple different kinds of COVID vaccines over the last while and influenza. And so many older individuals, if they don't have a good understanding of the impact of these illnesses on their potential future health, um, they might just be too tired. And I know a lot of what uh, will need to be done to increase uptake, even in provinces where they pay for the vaccine, is an, adequ an adequate education campaign about the risks of RSV, the benefits and safety profile of a vaccine, and what that actually means to people personally in their lives 
What does this mean for your ability to function and be independent? Because that's what older people want. They want to be functional and independent. And so we need to somehow draw a line between achieving that, maintaining that, and um, taking advantage of vaccines when they're available. And and just to be clear, by comparison, um, they won't have to pay for COVID-19 and seasonal flu shots. Have I correct. got that right? Yes, correct. They, they could, in Alberta, receive um, the first of two or depending on how you space them out, one of the two pneumonia vaccines would be covered and COVID and flu. But RSV and another pneumonia vaccine and shingles vaccine are not covered. So we are already, we've already asked seniors to choose their priorities and to choose what they'll pay for. And we're adding just another brick on the pile of things that they have to choose and prioritize financially. And I don't think it's fair. So we're living in the in the real world as it is with all the conditions therein. What are you advising people? What's your bottom line advice then, given the current climate and given the fact that that you work and treat patients in a province that isn't paying for the 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 RxV RSV vaccine? Mm-hmm. So I will do my best to advocate for those individuals who I feel should be covered. That might mean as clinicians, we need to step out, write letters on behalf of specific people in order to advocate for uh, that vaccine with the insurer. Um, And I think I will advise the patients that I see to definitely choose the vaccines that they can afford that are free. So definitely receive the influenza seasonal flu vaccine as well as the COVID vaccine when they're eligible, because those are free. So let's get people at least double vaccinated for things that are going to be a risk for this fall. And then I will encourage people to consider it. Um, And at the same time, as I encourage to consider the, the RSV vaccine, and for those who are able to afford it, I'll just remind them of the benefit that it brings. And if they have money, the, the relatively um, small uh, financial um, investment in their health that it might be for them. For people who do not have the finances to proceed, then um, how can I help with that? And that might be connecting individuals with social work to confirm that their, their finances are optimized. It might be doing a medication review to see if the medications they currently pay for are still warranted for their use. Maybe we need to de-prescribe something to provide a bit more space in their in their medication budget to pay for an RSV vaccine if it's appropriate. And finally, uh, you know, there are, as as you've already mentioned, there's a lot of vaccines. Let's let just talking about about RSV, COVID, uh, COVID vaccines, and seasonal flu. How can seniors keep track of when they're supposed to be getting their vaccines? There are some, um, for those seniors who are really technologically literate, there is an app called Can Immunize, uh, C-A-N Immunize, and it's an app where you can input and track vaccines with recommendations. It's a nice little app for those who are able to use it. Um, Otherwise, there are electronic medical records being implemented in most clinics. I know in Alberta, we have a major rollout of Connect Care, which is intended to connect as many primary care and acute care facilities as possible within one medical record. So having that um, up to date, and it will then provide cues or recommendations if those cues are turned on uh, to clinicians that they meet with so that that clinician is reminded to remind them that this is an important next step. 
But also, I think we need public health to step up and increase the marketing and promotion of these vaccines as much as they're able to do so that even individuals who don't attend a clinic regularly will have an understanding of the benefits of vaccination in preventing decline and helping them be as independent as possible in the future. And Samak, uh, lots of great practical information and advice there. Thank you so much for coming on The Dose uh, to share your insights on the new RSV vaccine and, and how it might help people and how they might be able to get it. Thanks, Brian. It's lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. Anne Sumack is a nurse practitioner and assistant teaching professor in the University of Alberta's nursing department. Here's your dose of smart advice. RSV is a contagious virus that causes infections of the lungs and breathing passages in people of all ages. In older adults, it can cause life-threatening pneumonia requiring hospitalization. In August, Health Canada approved Orexv, the first vaccine for RSV for adults age 60 and over. In that age group, the vaccine has been shown to be 82% effective at preventing lower respiratory tract infections caused by RSV. Experts say the vaccine is effective at reducing both the likelihood of getting RSV and the severity of RSV if infected. Orexv is less effective in seniors than it is in younger people. The most common side effects of the vaccine are pain at the injection site, tiredness, and muscle aches and pains. Orexv costs upwards of $250. So far, Ontario is the only province we're aware of to provide the vaccine free of charge. The province is also rolling out its first publicly funded vaccination program for those aged 60 years and older living in long-term care homes, elder care lodges, and for some retirement homes. Canadians who reside in other provinces must pay for the vaccine out of pocket. For people who live in provinces in which people must pay for the vaccines, it means that those who can afford Orexv may enjoy better health and a lower rate of hospitalization. But it's too soon to tell how the vaccine's cost might affect how many eligible seniors roll up their sleeves. Overall, experts recommend that eligible Canadians get Orexv, but they also say it's more important for people to get this year's seasonal flu shot and the latest COVID vaccine. If you have topics you'd like discussed or questions answered, our email address is thedose at cbc.ca. If you like this episode, please give us a rating and review wherever you listen. This edition of The Dose was produced by Stephanie Dubois. Our senior producer is Colleen Ross. The Dose wants you to be better informed about your health. If you're looking for medical advice, see your healthcare provider. I'm Dr. Brian Goldman. Until your next dose. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.